Hey, everybody. Welcome back for another episode of Coach My World. I am Renee Roberts, and I am your therapeutic coach. Thank you guys for your continual download of the podcast. Thank you for your continual support. Please continue to share, share, share. It is touching lives. It is helping people deal with the just daily situations in their lives. And um, I'm excited about that. It's actually pushed many of you or many people, I should say, um, to go to my website and book sessions. So I'm excited about these new journeys I'm on. And if I'm not on the journey with you yet, you need to go check me out at www.iamreneroberts.com. Also, you can follow me on Facebook and Instagram at I am Renee Roberts. And of course, we know the mantra. My ultimate ultimate goal is for each episode to be a therapeutic time of self-discovery, healing, and for progress for your life. So let's get our lives moving forward. Fam, we are back. And if you don't already know, we officially launched our podcast group on Facebook, the Coach My World podcast fam. It's a private group for the Coach My World podcast family. So make sure that you bring your voice to the table with all the hot topics and discussions that we're going to be having. It's going to go down in this group. Listen, it is private because it needs to be geared towards those that are a part or engaging with this podcast. It's going to be great, fam. I promise. So go to Facebook if you haven't already and request to join the group today. Most of you I have probably already invited. If I've looked over you, please forgive me. It's just an oversight. Go and request it and you will be automatically put in. Now, I'm excited because I'm ready to get into this topic um, that I want to discuss in this episode. I know you already read it, Hurt people run relationships. This is about to be fire, fam. So I need you to go grab your favorite beverage. For some, that may be a little stronger than others. But let's get ready to hunker down for a little bit as we discuss this. Coming out of the starting block strong, I would like to ask you a couple of things. Why do so many individuals settle for the dysfunction that's in their relationships. Like, why do so many people normalize dysfunction in their relationships? And here's the other question I want to ask you. How much of your behaviors, your thoughts, your feelings contribute to this same dysfunction? You know, some people live for decades in a relationship that is unfulfilling and it is full of toxicity, never ever realizing that they shared in the responsibility for the condition of the relationship. If you haven't already, I want you to realize that it is not okay to continue settling for the maladaptive conditions that are in your relationship. And it's even more so not okay for you to blame everyone but yourself for your role in this condition. Don't get nervous. This episode is not about kicking someone to the curve, bashing someone. I'm not about to suggest that you cut your boo off, get rid of him, get rid of her. That's not what this is about. And besides, until we deal with the deeper issues to the chaos with our boo, we will continue to go back into that toxic situation over and over. I, am, I don't have the energy to pull you out of something that you don't realize is toxic, all right? But what this is about is owning the fact that the condition of our relationships is largely due to 
our own emotional states. That's whether our state uh, or the condition of the relationship is healthy or unhealthy. We own some stake in it. This is about making pivotal movements of healing to move our lives forward, resulting in healthier relationships all around us. It's about recognizing our toxic patterns of behavior, ouch, ouch, that cause damage to the relationships that can sometimes be irreparable. And as a life coach, it pains me when I encounter couples that feel like this. If we can just get some communication tips, we'll be fine. After starting the journey with them, they quickly realize that the tips and strategies are non-effective if the individuals that are in the relationship are not healing for it themselves. Understand that every single decision we make in a relationship is laced like a drug, you know, like, 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 um, we laced with something that's just ugh, not good for you with our, it's, it's, it's laced with it like a drug with personal conditionings of how we view the world. So it's our own view, our own perspective of the world and the way we've been conditioned to see the world. It laces the, un, the, the decisions that we make in our relationships and the backdrops of our lives are filled with cultural influences or upbringings, um, religion, traumatic experiences. All of these things, they play a critical role in how we deal emotionally. And unfortunately, we go through life scratching and surviving to the tune of neglecting our own emotional health. This is why dealing with your trauma is so vital to your overall well-being. The impact of unresolved trauma can be so devastating to your relationships. And trauma, don't get it twisted, it comes in many forms. In addition to that, what may be traumatic to you may not necessarily be traumatic to someone else. So this is not so much referring to the actual experience or the actual traumatic experience, but more so is referring to the impact that this these traumatic experiences have had on you which directly and indirectly impact your relationships. So I want to bring some awareness to some of the behaviors we need to address within ourselves that contribute to the unhealthiness of our relationships. So I'm going to hit some things that may hit you in your soul, but I want you to take it and I want you to embrace it and I want you to, to acknowledge it in your world so that we can do something about it. So I have a, quite a few. I'm not going to tell you how many. I'm just going to ramble through them. Yes. The first thing, self-sabotage. That's one of those behaviors that contribute to the unhealthiness of our relationships. We want to sabotage it. We want to sabotage it because I want to I want to end it before it ends. I want to get out before they put me out. I want to quit before they quit on me. And uh, so we start acting out in ways that will cause the relationship to end. We're trying to bring it into it before it ends us. Yes, that's self-sabotage. That's that's a very poor and unhealthy be- behavior. And if it's something you're exhibiting, um, that's something to look into, all right? The second thing most of us are familiar with are trust issues. We go into these relationships and, and our unhealthy rea- behavior is uh, tied into trust issues. So I'm going through your phone. I'm, I'm 
mapping out where you are. I'm, um, I'm sneaking around and going through all of your things. I'm, you know, all of these different things. I'm in your DM. I'm sliding in, in all of your social medias and I want to see who you're talking to and who is she? Who is he? Those are trust issues. And we know that no relationship can be healthy or even last when trust issues are not dealt with. The third thing is negativity. Negativity. That's an unhealthy behavior pattern. Just negative about everything. Everything is negative. Everything is on the downside. Everything is wrong. Everything is ugly. Nothing's bright. Everything is dark. No one wants to live with that. No one wants to deal with that on a daily basis. So negativity is one of those things. If we're negative, we need to check it. The next thing is depressive ways. Just always down. Don't, you know, and listen, depression is a real thing. Uh, but when we're talking about depressive ways, uh, not necessarily talking about a diagnosis of depression. So sometimes we, we just, we're low. There's no energy. There's nothing exciting about life. Everything is a whatever mentality. Who wants to live with that? How can a relationship thrive and flourish when you're constantly in your depressive ways? Listen, sus, brah, if you are having depressive ways, go deal with that. Get to a therapist, get to a coach, get to a counselor, or get some professional help to help you process through those depressive ways. You do not have to live that way. The next thing is an inability to validate. You know, validation is critical in a relationship. And sometimes because we have not dealt with our own trauma, we do not know how to validate the feelings or even the trauma of someone else. And in a relationship, you have to be able to validate feelings. You have to be able to validate emotions. But many times we don't even know how to validate our own because like I said, of our own backdrop of life, uh, that it causes other issues in our relationships. So if you're having a trouble with validation that, Hey, that's one of my big ones. You need to contact me like ASAP. Let's get this thing. Let's get this fixed. All right. Um, defensiveness. That's another one. Just always on the defense, you know, everything that's said to you, everything that's brought up is it's an attack on your life. It's an attack. They're attacking me. They're coming at me. Why are you coming at me? Many times people are not coming at us. You know, people in our relationships, I'm not saying that they don't, but many times that's not the case. And we stand up in defense, but we're standing up in defense because it's really rooted in something from the past, not necessarily from what's currently transacting between us and our the person we're in relationship with. And I'm I'm really being careful with saying love or romance because I'm not just talking about romantic relationships. I'm talking about all relationships. I want you to be uh, broader with how you see relationships, all right? The next thing is competing and comparing. My goodness, competing about everything is a competition and everything is a comparison. Uh, that can ruin a relationship because that puts extra and undue pressure on each person in the relationship to perform. And we don't have to do that. We're supposed to be a team, not competing, not comparing. We're supposed to be a team and accepting each other uh, and everything about each other. Yes. The next thing is nagging or overly critical. That was me just always fussing. I was more nagging than overly critical, but I guess they kind of go hand in hand. Because what are you nagging about if you're not being critical? And so that can definitely ruin a relationship. Listen, who made you God? Who made me God? Who made me the the critical police? You know, who made me the person that has all the, it's my way, it's the right way. 
We have to stop that. We have to stop being so nitpicky and stop being so critical and stop nagging all the time. I know for some of us, it's culturally bred in us, but we got to break that cycle because it is ruining our relationships. We got to learn how to do more building and encouraging encouragement versus tearing people down with our critical analysis of everything. The next thing is unrealistic expectations. That's another behavior pattern that is unhealthy for relationships. We expect people, we expect people to read our minds. We expect people to know how we feel. We expect people to do things that our fathers or our mothers did for us. We expect, we expect, we expect. And a lot of these things are unrealistic. We get into these relationships and you find out later that this person is not capable of meeting some of those uh, expectations, that's when they become unrealistic. And I'm very big on real and on expectations being discussed in relationships because it's, it's during those times you can find out what is realistic and what is unrealistic, what is plausible, what is implausible. The next thing is a lack of focus or always distracted. Hmm. That is a very strong indication um, that um, you are performing un- in an unhealthy way in your relationship. Uh, you got to start having focus. You got to start being distracted. Uh, uh, you have to stop being distracted and start having focus on what really matters in the relationship. Stop being all over the place. Stop being all over the place. Get a focus. Get a goal. What's the goal for the relationship? Have you guys sat down and established what this relationship is going to, what it's going to produce? Because hello, Every relationship should be producing something. Ah, but that's a whole nother podcast. We're not talking about that right now, but just wanted to drop that to you. Get focused, guys. Stop being so distracted with everything and everybody. Stay focused on the task at hand. The next thing, avoidance. Or not wanting to deal with things, not wanting to communicate about things. I'm just going to suppress it. I don't want to go there. I'm not sure what's going to come out if I go there. Uh, it's not that serious. It's not that deep. Sus, it is. And it needs to be dealt with. And we have to learn the art of communication. We have to learn how to communicate in our relationships, not nag, not fuss, not be critical. That's not communication. But we have to learn how to communicate in our relationships so that we don't keep ruining them with poor communication skills and stop avoiding, stop avoiding issues. Issues need to be dealt with. And we as human beings, we are we are high ordered uh, creatures. We're a high ordered species where we have the unique ability to process information and to, to exemplify or to execute it, uh, to execute that same information that we have processed. So why don't we go get some skill sets so we can stop avoiding things and we can be okay with confronting some things that need to be confronted for the saving or the salvation of the relationship, which takes me right into the next one, which is poor communication. I just talked about that. Like that's a poor, that when, if you're a poor communicator, that's bad. That's, that's maladaptive behavior for a relationship that is threatening to a healthy relationship. All right. Go get some uh, communication skills. Nothing wrong with that. See a coach, see a therapist, see a counselor, get some professional help. Hey, call me. I have so many good things to share with you on communication tips, communication goals, uh, communication skills. You have no excuse, fam. We have no excuse. A couple of more uh, insecurities. (laughs) That was me. Low self-esteem and insecurity. Oh, my God. And that insecurity, listen, it's not the relationship that made me insecure. Uh, It was my backdrops of life that made me insecure. And because I took so long to deal with them, I created so much damage in the relationships. Yeah. 
not just my marriage, but in other relationships and friendships. I, I created so, so many issues. I ruined some of those relationships, you know? And so um, thank God some were repairable, but then some were just totally irreparable. And the most we can be right now is cordial if we ever cross paths. So you don't want that. We have to deal with these insecurities in our lives. I had to get some help. I had to get some therapy. I had to get some counseling um, and, and help build my esteem, you know, so that I can start being healthier in my relationships, healthier for those that I was connected to. And the last one I want to share with you is emotional intelligence. Uh, Our emotional intelligence sometimes is on the decline. Yes. And what our emotional intelligence is, is the ability to uh, perceive and manage our own emotions and the emotions of other people in different situations. Emotional intelligence is packed with so many things that I'm going to read these off, but I want you to think about what I'm reading to you. And I want you to kind of judge it against your own patterns of behaviors and, and, and figure out how intelligent you are emotionally. How intelligent? Because it's the lack of emotional intelligence that makes uh, relationships extremely unhealthy and could literally ruin. Your lack of emotional intelligence could literally ruin your relationships. All right. So here we go. Here's what it's packed with. It's packed with collaboration and cooperation. This is what emotional intelligence looks like. It's full of empathy. It's full of emotional self-awareness. You have the ability to express how you feel. You have the ability to identify with the other person what the other person may be feeling. You have the tendency to evaluate your own reactions and and try to do more response. Uh, You have the ability to pause before reacting so that you can respond. You have accountability. You have the ability to connect your thoughts and your emotions with your behaviors. You have the ability to connect your behaviors with other people's emotional reactions. You are full of vulnerability. So I want you to now take some time to connect these existing patterns and behaviors with your past patterns and behaviors. You will be shocked to discover that many of these toxic behaviors are totally and directly connected to your traumas your unresolved traumas. For example, and I'm going to give an easy one. If parents were harsh, if your parents were harsh and abusive when you made a mistake as a child, you may have a high chance of being uh, of being that way with yourself as an adult when you make a mistake or with or even with your own children. I didn't put this on the list, but I want to briefly touch on this ugly thing called self-abuse. Any recognizers out there So many people have conditioned themselves to be abusive to themselves. You ever wonder why? What good does it serve for you to beat yourself down for nothing, to nothing? Mentally abuse yourself until you feel like crap. Name shame and dishonor yourself until you just feel like dying. This is a non-effective way, fam, of dealing with yourself. And it's definitely non-effective to deal with others in this manner. This is a behavior pattern that should be closely observed and challenged every single time it pops its ugly head up. Stop being so abrasive with yourself. Learn to extend grace to yourself in moments of defeat or when you make a mistake. Learn to be kind and compassionate with yourself when you don't understand yourself emotionally, which a lot of times we don't. 
Loving on yourself is one of the most effective ways for you to heal forward. Start now by breaking that cycle of abuse in your life. And guess what? I would love to join you on that journey. Just go to my website. I keep reminding you, I am ReneeRoberts.com and book a session with me so that we can start identifying the toxic patterns that are ruining your relationships, which subsequently will produce healthier relationships for you all around. And it's definitely going to provoke your healing. Ooh, I love you, fam. That was a lot. And I'm convinced that without healthy emotional processing, we will remain hurt and emotionally injured. And as long as we are hurt, we will continue to ruin every single relationship we encounter. Let's stop pointing the finger at others and take a deep look internally. Let's do some introspective work. For there is the place we will find what needs to be changed in order to heal for it. Until next time, fam, have a great one. I'll catch you guys later.